Have you ever felt like giving up, quitting, throwing in the towel? Welcome to Never Ever Give Up Hope featuring Carol Graham. She's an author, health coach, and motivational speaker. Backed into a corner multiple times in her life, Carol shares with you stories on how she overcame some of the toughest obstacles a person can go through in life, but refused to give up hope. Rather than admit defeat, an opportunity was presented, and it involves each and every one of you. Carol will feature spectacular guests who will share their messages of hope, encouragement, and their inspiration to prove why life's adversities only make you stronger. And now, welcoming the host of the show, here's Carol Graham. Thank you for joining us today on Never Ever Give Up Hope. This show is now heard in over 120 different countries, and it just shows me more and more that the message of hope is one that is needed internationally, worldwide. People are looking for hope, for answers, for tips, for solutions, for encouragement, and that's what we are all about on this show. Each one of my guests has an amazing story. A story that was at a point of hopelessness where they were able to turn their life around and change and become successful in whatever arena they chose, whether it be health or finances or relationships. Each story is unique and each story gives us an incredible amount of hope in that area. With me today, I'm so excited to have Kristen Harper. Kristen is a speaker, an entrepreneur, a health and wellness expert. She also has a unique connection with her audience that has come from her own journey towards wellness. Before becoming a success, Kristen really struggled with health issues and also an eating disorder. We have had other guests on the show who have had eating disorders, and there's always so many people that respond to that because they stem from so many different reasons, and it's getting to the core of those reasons, I believe, that has really helped people, and this I'm sure Kristen will address as well. Now, Kristen founded Perfect Health Consulting Services in 2009, and this was to help people worldwide to become healthy. What a mission. She is a certified nutrition consultant. She has a Master's of Administration, a Bachelor's of Science in Business Management, and is studying to become a registered dietitian. Let's welcome Kristen. Thank you. I'm so glad to be on the show. Well, Kristen, let's start with talking about some health uh, health topics. Now, you speak on a variety of these, which includes nutrition, eating disorders, traumas, etc. And I believe that one of your favorite topics that you mentioned in your bio is how to overcome adversity. Now, you struggled with adrenal exhaustion, cardiovascular issues, stress, and a nine-year eating disorder. So let's start by telling us your story of your health issues and your eating disorder. Right. And I would say going through adversity, I would say at least half of my life was struggling with hardship, at least 20 years. So it all started in childhood, but it really developed around 
my senior year in high school. So when I was young in childhood, I just was exhausted. I had that unrelenting fatigue day after day, even after a good night's sleep. I felt shaky before meals. I felt weak, lightheaded, would black out at times. One of my doctors told me that I had hypoglycemia and I just struggled and even eating the specific hypoglycemia diet, I just wasn't getting any better. And I remember after school too, I would just want to go home right away and sleep. I had that and I, you know, tried drug medicine and different healing arts and I just wasn't getting answers. I remember going into a hospital too to have tests done and just wasn't getting answers. I remember seeing a practitioner, I I believe out of state to check my thyroid and I was on hormone replacement and I, it just, but I just, I was very persistent. I believe in persistence. When you go through hardship, you never give up no matter what comes your way. And I remember years doing research to figure out what is wrong with me. There's something going on in my body. So I tried all these different healing arts, drug medicine, various diets, supplements, read tons of books. And finally, and actually, before I even get into that, I wanted to bring up, I had an eating disorder on top of all this. So my eating yeah. disorder actually started my senior year in high school. And how it all started is, you know, with society, they have this message, society has a message of being thin, that we need to be thin. And I got yes. brain, I got brainwashed into all that. And, you know, in, in, within the media, you have the magazines and the models being super skinny and all of that. So I got brainwashed thinking that I was fat when I really didn't have a weight problem. And I just got brainwashed that I'm fat, I need to lose weight, I need to get super thin. So I started to diet excessively, I mean, very extreme, where I wouldn't have a lot of calories and would maybe eat some popcorn and some green beans and drink a diet soda, but I really wasn't eating. And I started to run all the time, you know, do exercise constantly. Mm -hmm. And it was it was vigorous exercise, just like running nonstop, you know, going to the gym like all the time. And then eventually that led into binge eating, which is very common. Really? Yes, binge eating, where all of a sudden these strong cravings came on these food cravings were so intense, I would have them it got so bad towards the middle and the end of my eating disorder to where I had cravings nonstop, like from the time I woke up in the morning till the time I went to bed where I just wanted to binge on food, which I did. At the beginning, when I started to binge, I got so sick from eating so much food that I would automatically throw up. I wasn't forcing myself to throw up, but it would just happen because I ate so much food. And then eventually I wasn't throwing up anymore. And then I was scared that I was going to gain a lot of weight. So what I started to do is after binge eating, I would go to the gym for hours and just run. And then eventually I injured my knee from all the exercise. Uh, I would say my eating disorder lasted for nine years and totally destroyed my life completely where I was in isolation too. I couldn't hold jobs. I'd go to a job and then quit and then go to my next job and then quit. And I was going through college also during this time and I was in isolation. I didn't want to be around people. I didn't want to go into public. I just wanted to stay in my room and stay away from everyone. So let's back up a little bit. Now that you have hindsight, what do you think is the reason that this that you were in this shape? Besides being ill, do you believe that your illness was stemmed from your anxiety and trauma that you were going through? Okay. Uh, it's interesting, but when I was young, going through elementary school, 
one of my elementary school teachers told my mother when I was really young that your daughter is going to have an eating disorder when she grows up. And she knew back then. I was like, wow. And I can't really figure like how she knew that. But I'm thinking, well, maybe because I was a perfectionist. Okay. Mm. And I wanted to be the best at everything. And I did. I excelled with everything. Like in school, I had awesome grades. I always won awards. I, when I went to college, I had a full ride scholarship for my bachelor's. I mean, it was always achieving. And so maybe she saw that in me that I was a perfectionist, but hmm. I, I really felt that my, the biggest cause of my eating disorder was society. You know, that push of that we need to be okay. thin. When you hit your lowest point, what was that? I would say my lowest point, and I had a couple, but I'd say the first was when I had the eating disorder, it got so bad to where I couldn't hold a job. I would just stay in my room like all the time, lock myself up in my bedroom. I wouldn't want to see anyone. Like I didn't want to see family. I didn't want to see friends. I didn't want to go into public. I would just lock myself in my bedroom and I would just sit there and I would pray and I'd light some candles and I would just pray and say, God, help me. I can't do this anymore. Please help me. And I locked myself up in my bedroom because I was so scared. I didn't want to binge anymore. And I couldn't control myself. And I didn't want to damage my body anymore. So I wanted to lock myself up so I wouldn't cause any more damage and go downstairs and start binging. And I, and I think also at one point I, I did think sometimes that I never even attempted it. But I, I, did, I think I did at that point you know, even thought about suicide at one time. Just thought about it. I never attempted anything. But I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. What do you think is the role that parents should play? And did your parents try to help you? Uh, that's good. This is, what I, this is what I feel. If there's anyone out there, any parents that have a loved one, whether it's a daughter or even a son, that's going through an eating disorder, I feel that they have to be supportive and never give up and support them as much as they can. Because it is one of it's a hard battle, and you need as much support as possible to get through it. That's what I believe in. When you say support, let's clarify that. Because how do you support them? I'm guessing that sometimes you don't want your disorder to be recognized. So would that support come across as nagging? How would you suggest that support? I would just say um, being positive and saying, you know, you're going to get through this and, you know, we're here for you and we love you and, and, and things like that. And I think what's important to you with an eating disorder is that you have to search for solutions. Okay. There's a lot of solutions out there. I tried a lot. I tried, and my it, at the time, my parents financially helped with uh, certain therapies for me, but I tried a lot out there. I mean, I okay. counseling, I went to support groups, I even went into a treatment center temporarily. I saw a hypnotist, I saw a nutritionist in California. I tried so much out there, and I believe that you can't give up. You have, you know, a lot of people want to give up, but you can't. You have to keep fighting, and you have to look for solutions. Do you think that all these different things you tried help you come to that solution, or was there something that actually where there was a pivotal point where you were able to turn your life around? That's a very good question. So I had this one friend at the time, and I was seeking so many different solutions, and I wasn't getting anywhere. And I had a friend say, Kristen, you need to stop seeking solutions outside of yourself. The truth comes from within. And, <laughs> and 
instantly it all made sense to me. I'm like, this is my problem here. I was too much in my mind. So I started to practice mindfulness technique and I started to do it every day. I did it for three years. And after those three years of mindfulness, the cravings vanished and I overcame my eating disorder. So you did it yourself, basically. I did it myself. And it was through mindfulness and and it changed my life in the most beautiful way. One thing we haven't addressed yet is... In your bio, you were explaining how you love to teach on overcoming adversity. So let's let's address that. Okay, yeah. So that's actually one of my topics when I speak. And I believe it's important because there's so many people going through hardship. And the reason I say that is recently I'm actually planning to launch a product here, hopefully by August of this year. And I'm going to help people with eating disorders, but I've been interacting with a lot of people recently that are struggling. You would not believe how many people out there are struggling with addictions and self-esteem issues and infidelity and abuse and traumas and so much more. And it's, you know, it's just, I, you know, I feel for these people and we just need to send love to people that are struggling, but I believe in persistence. So no matter what, no matter what comes your way. Now, for me, I mean, maybe some people go through hardship and then it doesn't last very long and then they move on. But there's other people that go through intense suffering where it does not let up. And that was pretty much my case for at least half of my life. It was just nonstop suffering. I never gave up once. I kept pushing forward. And so I believe persistence is so important that no matter what comes your way, you never give up. You keep pushing forward. And I also believe in a positive environment. When you're going through hardship, that's very important. So what I mean by that is you need to surround yourself in a positive environment, including positive people and positive friends. I think that's important. So if you have, and I've done this a few times, but if you have anyone in your life, like a friend that's maybe negative or tries to bring you down, you don't need all that. And there were times when I was going through hardship there were certain people I had to let go of because it was just like a negative influence on me. And so I had to let them go and that's okay. But I believe you have to have positive people around you and friends and also just do things that are positive, whether it's listening to spiritual music or maybe you go out into nature and go for a walk or do meditation or maybe you have a hero that you look up to read a book on them to inspire you, but it's all about a positive environment. And then just a couple other things too. I believe we have to look at the good side of things too, because sometimes people may ask like, why did I have to go through all this hardship? But I believe that there's positive that comes out of it in a way because brings wisdom. People that suffer a lot, they gain so much wisdom where you see things that other people don't see and It's helped me so much and it's, I feel inner peace within and I'm less affected by outer events. There's so many benefits, but also I think it's important to find your life's purpose because if you know what your life's purpose is and what your dreams are, your vision, your goals, it'll help you to get through your hardship. I truly believe that because when I was going through all these years of suffering, I knew my passion was health and wellness. And so I always just had that in my head every day. I, I, I want to build, you know, these uh, huge health and wellness empire. It's my passion. I want people to be, I want to help people get healthy. And I always had that vision in my head. So I think it, once you know your life's purpose, it'll help you to get through the hardship. And then also my motivation's always been to be healthy. So 
when I was sick for years, all I knew is I'm going to do whatever it takes to be healthy. I don't care what comes my way. I am going to get healthy. I don't care if it takes me years. I'm going to get healthy. Yeah, I totally agree. And I also can completely relate, as many people will who are listening in, to what you said about hardship. Because so many of my guests, of course, have gone through hardship. And when they look back, just as you are doing, what you see is what you've gained. And that's the difference between being a victim and a victor. And when you go through hardship and come out a victor, what you have overcome and you look at it as a, as a, uh, like a launch pad to helping other people. And what you just said about your desire is to make people healthy, you know, make it a worldwide venture. It's because of what you went through. You want to share with others what you have learned and you would not have learned that if you had not experienced it i agree with you 100 percent. and so that that's how we you know many times we go through things and we do not understand why but then if we can look at it from what we not only can learn from it but also to help others and family members friends and people at large you know just our with our small communities and the larger community to just share and that's what this this is all about that's what this show is all about is never giving up like you said just hanging on even when there's nothing left to hang on to so i applaud you for that and i thank you for sharing that one thing that i would like you to explain that i found interesting on your bio was that Some of the healing methods that people choose to go through actually stimulate and can make it worse. I had never heard that before. And you had mentioned infrared sauna therapy, for example. Can you share uh, what some of these therapies might be and what the situations might be that would cause these things to make people get worse and what they should do instead? Great. That's a great question. So I not only went through the adrenal exhaustion and the eating disorder, I went through some cardiovascular issues as well. And I also went through tons of stress and trauma. So if anyone has experienced a trauma, it's basically a shock to the nervous system. And trauma is very hard to overcome. And there's a lot of people suffering with trauma. And I would even say, just with my personal experience, it's probably even worse than an addiction. It's, it's really rough. And so with trauma, anything that stimulates the nervous system even more will actually make you feel worse. So when I was going through all that, the sun, going out in the sun and, and sunbathing would actually stimulate my nervous system even more and actually made the trauma worse. Let me interrupt you for a second, please. When you say made it worse, do you mean like an anxiety type of, of um, like, what do you mean by making the trauma worse? It's just that it would, the nerves, every, everything like tightens up in your body, you know, okay. your, your okay. nerves and everything gets tightened up and then you just don't feel yourself. And so I would say the sun, and now you, people would think it would probably be the opposite because, the sun, you would think that it would relax you, but it actually made the trauma worse. And then also I would say even the sauna therapy, the near-infrared sauna therapy that's for detox, it consists of red heat lamps and you let the lights shine on your body. That would actually make me feel worse as well. 
So what's important with trauma is that you need gentle, any therapy that's gentle. Going through trauma and a lot of stress, there were various therapies out there that I tried, and I would and I would say that a lot of them didn't work, but there were some that actually worked. So the ones that didn't help at all, like I said, the sauna didn't help. That made me feel worse. Uh, sauna therapy at the time, uh, foot reflexology. There's certain techniques you can do on your feet that are supposed to help you. And then uh, energy work didn't help. Chakra balancing didn't work. Massage. You've heard of EFT. It's called emotional freedom technique. That's basically where you do tapping on your body. And that's supposed to help with trauma. I tried that. That didn't help. And then there's also TRE. It's called tension, stress, and trauma release exercises and it's a series of exercises that you do where you do like shaking to try to release trauma that didn't help also and I listened to certain specific you know listen to sounds healing sounds to release trauma that didn't help there's so many things that didn't help but I will say there were a few things that helped the first is hair analysis which I've been doing hair tests on myself since 2001 that did help quite a bit because what hair analysis does and what what I really like about it is a lot of the healing arts are symptomatic where the focus is on symptoms a remedy is given usually and it only gives temporary relief but it's not addressing the underlying imbalances that are going on in the body hair analysis is a whole systems approach actually addresses the underlying imbalances that are going on in the body whether you have mineral deficiencies, heavy metal toxicity, and more, the program balances the oxidation rate and the major mineral ratios on a hair test, and that will increase the body's vitality. And then, uh. the, body, and then the body eliminates symptoms in its own natural order and timing. So the hair analysis, what it does is it increases the body's vitality, and that's really good because that will help to release traumas. Many people have hidden traumas where they've never released them. They're just like stuck in their body, in their mind. It just, it's just stuck in their nervous system. And so this program will increase the body's vitality, which will actually bring up the trauma, and then you'll experience the trauma like in the present moment, and then eventually it's released. So the hair analysis previously actually brought the trauma and the stress and everything that I've been through brought it up to the present moment so I know that the hair analysis works because it actually did that for me but it's a long process and so it can be slow the hair analysis because there's a lot of things you have to do you have to eat healthy you have to take your supplements you have to detox you have to follow a healthy lifestyle it's a slower process and also the hair analysis helped, but it was a slow process. And then meditation helped as well because trauma, the energy goes upwards. It, so trauma goes up the body towards the mind. And in order to release trauma, we have to get it out of the mind and bring it down. So meditation actually brings the energy out of your mind and down your body. So there's one meditation that I do on a regular basis that I love. So meditation helped, hair analysis helped. I also believe chiropractic was really helpful because when you're going through stress and trauma, it really affects your spine. You can have you know misalignment and all that. So chiropractic's helpful. But one of the techniques, one of the therapies I, I feel was the the one of the best for trauma. And I don't know if you've heard of it, but I took me a long time to, to discover it. It's called cranial sacral balancing. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yes, I have. And it's a 
what I like about it is a lot of them I told you before weren't effective or were too stimulating, but this is so gentle, this therapy. And what it does is it actually balances the cerebrospinal system. It addresses the core structure of the nervous system. It assesses the oldest rhythm in the body. It's called the cranial sacral rhythm. It's the pulse of the energetic body and is deeply rooted in the past. And it, the deepest part of your inner being is touched. And this is an amazing therapy for those that have gone through trauma. It is absolutely amazing. It is just fantastic. And I, I felt like results right away with this therapy. And the key with this therapy, though, is you just don't want to do it one time. You need to do numerous sessions. I would say at least three, but people with trauma, I've even, practitioners have even told me at least six for people that have had trauma. The more sessions, the better. So tell us what programs you offer on your website. Okay, so I have two websites. The first one is perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and I offer hair analysis and increase your vitality programs to clients worldwide. So I told you about the hair analysis. It's a whole systems approach. It's addressing the underlying imbalances that are going on in the body, addressing mineral deficiencies, heavy metal toxicity. It will help to balance the oxidation rate and the major mineral ratios on a hair test. will help to build up the adrenal and thyroid glands, which are involved with energy production. So how this works is I've been consulting with clients since 2009. And so clients, they can order their hair tests on my website. They, what they'll do is they'll sample their hair. I have instructions on my website. They mail the hair sample to me along with uh, client forms. And then once I receive everything, I send it down to a laboratory down in Phoenix, Arizona. And then once I get the results back, I design a increase your vitality program. And it's designed to balance body chemistry naturally. And the recommendations include a healthy diet, nutritional supplements to balance the oxidation rate and the major mineral ratios on a hair test, lifestyle suggestions, for example, reducing stress, going to bed before nine o'clock, doing, you know, foot reflexology and other recommendations. And then detox is important because everyone's toxic today, including children. I see it on hair tests all the time. So the two Detox protocols I recommend are near-infrared sauna therapy, which removes toxic metals and toxic chemicals, and then also coffee enemas are fantastic. And then I also <laughs> re- and then I also recommend uh, meditation as as well. And then clients they do their retest every three to six months, and most people need to be on the program. I'd say at least even one to two years because it takes a good three years to remove the bulk of toxic metals and chemicals from the body. And then I just wanted to mention also, I have another website too, which is uh, kristenharperspeaks.com. And I'm a health and wellness speaker. And I speak on, like you said, various topics, whether it's health, wellness, nutrition, mindfulness, overcoming adversity, releasing traumas, overcoming eating disorders, and more. You're just kind of like the Heinz 57 of the... (laughs) Of the wellness world, right? But it is, it is, it's health and wellness is my passion. I just, I feel it every single day from the time I wake up to like the time I go to bed. It's just a passion of mine. 
What kind of feedback have you been getting with your clients? I would say a lot of people, I've had clients tell me that the hair analysis really has changed their life because I, if I didn't believe in it, if I, it didn't help me or if my clients weren't getting any great results, I wouldn't be doing this at all. But since I've been doing it since 2009, you know, clients have been very happy with it because like I said, it's not symptomatic. You take a remedy, but it's not addressing the underlying imbalances. This is a whole systems approach, which is very different. It increases your body's energy and builds up your adrenal and thyroid glands. And the adrenal ratio and the thyroid ratio is seen on a hair test. And that's really important because both glands are involved with energy production. And most people have imbalances with those ratios. In order to have the maximum amount of energy in the body, both glands have to be working optimally. We have to remove the toxins because toxins can cause every imaginable symptom. Many people have mineral imbalances going on, whether it's a deficiency or whether you have too much of a mineral that's in a bio-unavailable form that your body cannot utilize. So it's all about the minerals because the minerals are the spark plugs of life and are involved with almost every enzyme reaction in the body. Minerals cannot be made in the body. They have to be replenished through diet and through supplementation. Is there any type of supplements that you recommend over another? Yes. Yeah, so actually the supplements I recommend. So I work with a laboratory down in Phoenix, Arizona, and it's called Endomat Labs and and analytical research lab. And so Endomat sells the supplements, but analytical research labs actually test the hair samples. And I recommend this laboratory over others because a lot of the laboratories, they wash the hair samples with harsh detergents, which can skew the mineral readings on a hair test. And analytical research labs, they don't wash the hair samples. So they actually have these supplements. I don't believe in random supplementation. You know how people will just go down yes, to yes. the store and they say, well, I think I need zinc or I think I need yeah. this. Did you know that can actually unbalance your body yes, chemistry? Totally. And can, and it can actually make you worse. And I, I give this example a lot, but if someone has a low sodium potassium ratio, but they haven't had a test done, they think they need zinc, they go take zinc at a health food store. That zinc, if you already have a low sodium-potassium ratio, if you take that zinc, it's going to lower that sodium-potassium ratio even more, which is going to lower your body's vitality, your body's energy. So Endomat supplements, they're designed to balance the oxidation rate and the major mineral ratios on a hair test, and that's going to increase the body's vitality. It's all about high energy. If you have high energy, then the body eliminates symptoms in its own natural order and timing. I totally agree, and I appreciate that you shared that. Thank you so much, Kristen, for everything that you that you shared. You have certainly given us a lot of challenges and a lot of things to think about. What is your call to action today for the audience? What I would like the audience to do is is get a hair analysis done. I recommend that. And you go to my website, which is perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. If you've tried other healing arts and you just haven't gotten the results that you're looking for, try a hair analysis. And it's definitely worthwhile because when you get a hair analysis done, it tells you so much about body chemistry. You would actually be shocked how much information you get from a hair analysis. Get a hair analysis done and see how it works out for you. But I will tell you that it's a whole systems approach. It's going to remove toxins. It's going to balance the minerals and in, in the cells of your body. It's going to increase your body's vitality. And I just want to say also that I believe 
health is one of the most important things. And without health, we don't have anything. That's and right. I, and I believe every single person, every single person needs to be eating healthy and following a healthy lifestyle. Can you tell us what a hair analysis should cost us or would cost us on your website? Yes. So I actually charge $119. That includes the hair test. That includes the laboratory fee. That includes the program recommendations from me, including diet, supplement recommendations, lifestyle suggestions, detox protocols, and meditation. It also includes an audio from me where I go over your hair test for about 20 to 30 minutes and I tell you what's going on with your body chemistry. There's also an optional report on my website that's from the laboratory analytical research labs and that's optional. You don't have to purchase it but it's over 20 pages long and tells you what's going on with your body chemistry. It's personalized. And, tells wow. you, and it tells you everything. It'll tell you about your nervous system and your digestion and your minerals and the toxic metals, everything. That sounds really very reasonable. So I'm glad I asked. Thank you so much. Well, Kristen, again, it has been quite the experience. You have shared so much in a very short period of time. You have challenged us. You certainly have encouraged us. And when someone like yourself has been down that road and has found answers, it just encourages us even more to follow the advice instead of having to go through everything that you went through. And so I, too, encourage my listeners today to Go to Kristen's website to get a hair analysis done, and let's get healthy. And thank you so much for letting me be on your show today. I had a wonderful time with you. I really appreciate it too, Kristen. So we'll talk again soon, I'm sure, and thank you. Thank you for listening to Never Ever Give Up Hope featuring Carol Graham. Did you know that most people succeed because they are determined to? Quitting was never an option. Carol loves your comments and will respond to each one. So please subscribe and review this podcast. A rating of five stars would be outstanding and appreciated. Remember, if you are still here, there is always hope.